Yeah. What'd you fake? Uh, an orgasm. No, I faked uh, how organized I was last week. Uh, I'm way, way more organized this week. I feel pretty good. So organized. Did you know we're recording? Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I hope our intro doesn't play because this is. Want me to use new... this instead yeah, of the this intro? Is our intro. Okay. <laughs> slash you, students of Slash you. Get ready. <laughs> Today's episode. Talk it up like a DJ. Yeah. To talk over the intro. I'm the I'm the, uh, I'm the uh, stripper DJ yeah. like at the strip club. Hey guys, up next on stage is Sapphire. Dig deep in those pockets. She's coming up to dance to Fucking Night, Groovy Night. Brought to you by the soundtrack of Graduation Day. Okay. No, this is the intro to Graduation Day. This is the opening to this week's movie, Slash You. And again, not really scary. No. Super hyped up. Yeah. It's all about winning. Yes, I want to be a winner. So, um... Oh my gosh! It's good stuff. Yeah. So, welcome to Slash welcome you. to Slash You. I'm Andy. I am Nick. And we are Slash You, where we Slash you University. We watch. We try to educate you on some campy, forgotten horror slasher movies, primarily made between 1977 and 1988, an era in film history just rife with campiness and slashiness and Teenage slaughter. What do we What do we usually go with? Beer, boobs, drugs. Beer. That makes yeah, a good There's slasher. a couple like beer body parts and boobs, or yeah. beer boobs and bloody body parts. Bloody body parts. There's uh, there's a mix of it all. Yeah. And I know that most of our fans, the six I think now six or seven that we have listening. Yeah. Like this kind, of, like these movies. <laughs> they like. Yeah. The golden cinema, as Andy and I refer to this uh, slasher era. Oh my gosh. If you will. It's a. Uh... Uh, it's a great time period. Fuck, sorry. Oh man. I just hit this. My my foot hit this. I'm thing. not gonna edit that out. It makes for wholesomeness. It shows that we're not experts here. Yes. Slash you. We are not experts. We are not filmies. <laughs> a couple of guys with some amateur equipment. Yeah. In, in my basement. Um, <laughs> we record our favorite scenes. Yep. Our dick shot kills. We record them on iPhones. Yep. Right <laughs> off. The, pointed at the TV screen. Uh, what the music you listened to just a little bit ago was Nick playing his phone into the microphone. Hell yeah! But I mean, I which record he recorded it, it from the TV. TV as I'm watching it, as I'm fucking dancing, as I'm fucking partying. Uh, how can you not dance to that intro? Very similar to the intro to uh, Edge of the Axe. Very similar yep. to the Mutilator. Very funky. Very funky, upbeat. Where you think, yep. is this going to be a fucking horror movie, slasher this movie? Are people going to scary at all? I want to yeah. dance to this. Yes, this, I'm not scared by this. It's yeah. very reminiscent of what we talk about those teen sex romp movies, Porky's sure. Revenge of the, you know, like where it's like American hey, Pie. Yeah, a little little later, <laughs> obviously with American Pie, but you're gonna just see like you know teenagers getting drunk and touching boobs. And but, some of the best time for that was when graduation day, right? Oh, graduation day. That's <laughs> or prom night. There you go. Prom night could be a good one too. But today we are talking 1981s. Graduation day. Yeah. 97 minutes old graduation day is. And I think we're going to stick with a theme this month, aren't we, Andy? Gonna... It sure looks that way in yeah. the movies we've picked in the coming weeks. I think we should. I mean, it, it's have a... A, a school based uh, series of movies here. Education first... based. Yeah, the first school, like po- Carrie, maybe? Was that 1978? You know, when we came up with the idea of this podcast, slash you, uh, the you being university, we're going to educate people about these movies. Our first movie we picked was Splatter University because we wanted something that was similar to the name of our podcast. 
So many of our films have been based around teenagers in schools. Yeah, yes, that's where teenagers Prom are. Prom night. Yeah. The only one I have this in my notes. I was going to bring up for later, but yeah. Savage <clears throat> Weekend was adults. It was old people getting busy. They were they were acting like teenagers. Uh-huh. Promiscuity. Yep. Drug uh, use. Drug, yep. Yeah, maybe some drug use. We had some an L- LGBTQ character yes. in that movie. Yeah. But again, uh, that one was of old folk. Yeah. Even we, we either <laughs> probably are, folks our age. Probably fucking younger. <laughs> this folk. this is old folk. It's either going to be college or high school. Um. Yeah. This appears to be college-aged people playing high schoolers. Or do you well, think just, these folks are 18, 19 years no, old? No, I mean, come on. Tell Kevin, he looked like he was 30. Yeah. It was just like Greece. Like, when they're trying to tell me Rizzo's fucking, you know, 18, <laughs> 17 years old, she looks like she's my grandmother. She's not. Yeah. Not. So, uh, I am, I digress. I wanted yeah. to bring up this, too, uh, real quick before we dive into Andy's with kill notes. This was a Trauma Team release. Uh, trauma? I've got the... Our homies from Terror Twin Podcasts mm-hmm. uh, are going to uh, kill me if I'm pronouncing this wrong. Um, but they were, they're, of course, behind Toxic Avenger, okay. Nukem High, you know, like tons of them, but mainly Toxic Avenger. But very interesting to know that they were uh, behind this release, Graduation Day. Cool. Directed by Herb Freed. Uh, he also did uh, Haunts, 1976. He did Paradise Lost in 1999. And wow. He did Dead Punks with a Z, P-U-N-K-Z, in 1999. Directed two movies in 1999. He wrote this one with a, f- uh, a female, I uh, forget her name, but the, the two, yeah. uh, two screenwriters on this one. But uh, can't, can't forget for our sponsor, Andy's Cook Kill Notes, yes. brought to you by Little Bites. Trying to save some weight, but still want that sugar snack? Try Little Bites. Little brought bites. to you by Intamins. And now presenting Andy's Cook Kill Notes. Right. <laughs> Well, we're going to summarize the movie and set it up so those of you listening who've never watched it can sort of follow along. Uh, but by all means, feel free to go watch it. It was a three ninety nine rental on Amazon. And you get it for seven days. And you get it for a week. Yeah, it's great. Well, here we go. It's two months before graduation at Midvale High School. And a track, at a track meet, we have Laura Ramstead, who runs a 30-second 200-meter sprint. Is that good? Apparently, it's very good. She's running literally as fast as she can and makes it in 30 seconds but right after crossing the finish line laura collapses and dies tragically it's later attributed to a blood clot her coach then faces some criticism for pushing her too hard two months later laura's sister ann ramstead is back home uh, in town from the navy to attend graduation day and honor her sister but there's a killer stalking the remaining members of the track team and killing them one by one and that's the setup. And hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. It's a, I haven't said that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it hasn't. Hilarity has not ensued yes, in a it, long time. In this one, it did. In this one, because yeah. Brought, to, brought by the music of Felony. Mm-hmm. They have a credit in this. They do, featuring Felony. Yeah, it doesn't say the music by Felony. Nope. Or it just says, and featuring Felony. So I'm like, is this a Cher yeah. Madonna thing going on? Is it some cool new rapper from the early 80s? So that was them later. In the movie, which yeah, we'll get to. We'll get to felony, but uh, as Andy said, the movie starts off with everyone freaking out. The funky music, the fun time. People love the track at the school because a, the, yeah. the stands are packed. Oh yeah, montage people, of kids running hurdles yeah, and hurdles yeah. and gym. Uh, I didn't know gymnastics. You gotta be a winner. Got no losers around. Oh, we spanned a couple of sports in this movie. Uh, pole vaulting. Pole vaulting. There was uh, which is track and field. Yes. There's the shot put. Shot There's, put. Um, 
hurdles, of course. There was also a dude dressed as a football player. Yeah. Who's? I guess know, he does both. Football. He does both. Miniature golf. Was it in there? Yeah, yeah it's it a deleted scene, probably. Yeah. <laughs> deleted <laughs> and the coach, uh, George Michaels. George Michaels, coach George Michaels. He also teaches the woodworking. I have faith that you would remember his Hey-o. name. Hey, welcome ah. to Slash You. Well, it came to me when I was touching myself in a bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's George Michael. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're gonna reference him, so am I. I know. Can we bring that down to a careless whisper? I know. I'm sorry. Thank you. That's yeah. a careless whisper. No, but his name is Coach George Michaels, and he played the detective in... Pieces. Yes, another Pieces. Another Pieces reference. This man, if you'll remember, go back and listen to episode 17, which I remember now as Pieces because I dubbed it in last week, as uh, uh, this guy, the guy who plays him, his name's Christopher George. He's got a fantastic voice. Yes. Fantastic, gravelly, tough guy voice. He also played Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, father in Titanic. Oh, he did? No. Um, <laughs> we are slash you. He, he fake di- news. <laughs> he died in 1983, so he was pumping out movies yeah. right before he died. All right. So I believe Pieces was 83, so I don't want to dive mm. too much into him. But again, Andy. Uh, Probably died from smoking. I mean, the guy's well, voice. Was. Yeah. <laughs> when it was the 80s, cocaine. Oh, I that cool. could be. want to, <clears throat> It's. I think it's fun and relevant to find these connections in these movies that we found. I mean, from going to Edge of the Yaks yep. to Graduation Day and the three actors from Pieces yeah. in total. So, uh, so Laura, getting back to the movie, this is yeah. bringing it full it's a It's a good cast of characters here. You want me to read some of the major characters? As Laura runs, though, I just wanted to kind of mention that Coach Michaels does scream at her as she's running. Oh, he did. 30 yeah. seconds. That's very important. 30 seconds, Laura. Yeah. She runs. She does win. Yeah. She dies. Yeah. She just falls over, collapses right so, after yeah. crossing so, the finish line. Uh, Which is unfortunate. Stuff like that has happened yes. at, at high school uh, athletic events. You it hear does. about kids falling over, collapsing. And this movie, of Congress course, students. is, um, is uh, one of them. So, it, 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 um, there's nothing... Uh, uh, what's the evil behind her death? No, no, she's not killed. Yes, uh, and that's when the cast of characters that I think would be a yeah. good because this is when they all approach the the stands right. quiets uh, the 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 team over. They go from cheering to um, silence because yes. obviously everybody they're like whoa something's wrong here. Very much uh, so. Her fellow teammates on the team are Sally Prescott, uh, Tony, Dolores. Uh, there is well Laura Ramstead. There's Ralph. Pete. Uh, that's all I've got for well, the track also, team. Her boyfriend. There's Kevin. also oh her boyfriend Kevin. Sorry, I had him written somewhere else on the page. Uh, there's also uh, Anne Ramstead's her older sister. Uh, Blondie is the secretary at the school, the administrative administrative assistant to Principal Guglioni. Guglioni. There's Mr. Roberts, the music teacher. He's thick. Yep. Halliday is the inspector, the the cop who comes to inspect later. Uh, there's Elaine Ramstead, who's Laura and Anne's mom. Uh, McGregor is the campus Barney Fife campus uh, police liaison He's... officer. And Richard or Ronald Carlos is their stepdad. Oh, uh, well, stepdad. Not, I'll get a name so, in a second. Very minor part in the movie, but he's worth mentioning. So that aside from the track team, those are our, our other characters. Oh, there's also Joanne and Doris, who are two like uh, flighty kind of gossipy girls. 
and and Joanne is I'm sorry Doris is Vanna White. Vanna White. That's I why know, I mentioned them. <laughs> they're the chatty. They're kind of like the main girls. Their, yeah. their appearances in this movie are fucking rad. Mm-hmm. I do catch a little bit of the photos, but we'll bring them up because they kind of connect scenes. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Dolores they do. They and bridge the scenes. Dolores right. and not not Dolores. Uh, Doris. Doris and Joanne. Doris and Joanne. Vanna is Doris. Doris. Yes. Yeah. Vanna oh, White, tall. I mean, is that or the, the the other girls around here were a little shorter? I don't know, but she seems tall, at least for. Alexa, how old tall yeah. is Vanna White? I'm just kidding. We don't have to do that. Um, but that is a good question. We we can dub it now. This is how tall we found out Vanna White is. Five feet six inches. All right, so that's how tall she is. Great. Wow, that's wow. awesome. Very interesting. So um, we it sounded so natural. As the <clears throat> camera fades away from everyone gathering around Laura, she is dead. Yep. Two months later, there is a truck driver who we obviously know picked up a hitchhiker. Yeah. This motherfucker has got an ascot on, like Fred. Like he gets his fashion from Scooby Doo. Truck driver with an ascot. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he's got like yeah. a neck handkerchief. It's like this is the how I can describe it. This like. This motherfucker looks like if Ron Jeremy, Luigi, and Mario f- had a threesome and fucked and had a baby. This okay. is what this guy looked like. I took a picture of him yeah. for our fans of Slash U, our students of the U, to see if they agree. Yeah. But this is, uh, he's driving a car and trying to get frisky with a, obviously a female passenger. This is where we meet Anne. Yes, it is. Um, and we can tell that Laura's Anne, sister. Laura's older sister. We can tell Anne Ramstead is coming back from the military, from the Navy. She's in her... Uh, navy uh, formal uniform um if that's what you want to call it i guess but she you know the the yeah. skirt and then uh, her hat you know wh- which is laid on her lap and that's how you see we don't see her face that's what right was, away yeah. they the camera is going between a, the camera is going between him and her legs driving the car and her legs because yeah, he keeps looking at her that gets me excited because yeah. i was thinking that <laughs> it was gonna be a kill but eventually oh. i thought there was gonna be a kill but mm-hmm. eventually go ahead Sorry. Well, he's just making small talk with her. He's hitting on her, and he talks about, uh, did you hear about those two lesbos down in San Diego? The Navy lesbos. Navy lesbos or something. Navy um, lesbos. And he's asking her some questions about herself, and he says, like, uh, can't cut your tongue? (laughs) That's okay. I got enough tongue for the both of us. (laughs) (laughs) And then he grabs her leg. Like, he just reaches out and grabs her bare leg. goes up to her. Right above the knee, and then he moves his hand up. Towards the genitalia. Yeah, and she grabs his wrist and is like, no. And And he's like, come on, I pay taxes. I pay taxes. Oh, you pay taxes. Yeah, I didn't know that, Nick. The (laughs) fact that we're taxpayers mean we have free reign to sexually harass members of our military. Did you know that? I think it's in the Constitution. (laughs) Isn't that ridiculous? It really what a piece of shit. The tongue thing was funny, like, hey, that's so smarmy, kind of like mm-hmm. Donald, Donald from Microwave Massacre. I got enough tongue for the bull. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, like, but he was like, come on, I pay my taxes. She's supposed oh, to go. Yeah, she's supposed to lift her titty. shirt. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Grab you me, because you're a taxpayer. You can. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> You know what? I'm not laughing at the idea, the, just how you yeah. said it. Like Nick, you didn't know. Yeah, you didn't know so that. So next time, instead of saying thank you for your service to our country, right? Go just uh, grab their junk or, and say, "Hey, I'm a taxpayer." You know what I'm going to do? What? I I'm going to slap the lady who um, <laughs> delivers my mail right on the ass <laughs> and say a, thank you. You know, she's she, a government employee, just oh, like the military. Oh, that's true. I pay my taxes. I ought to be able to. <laughs> Officer, son, will you take this breathalyzer? Right, the police. I pay my taxes. So Uh, Anne, we've spent too much time, but Anne... (laughs) Anne pretty much tells him to fuck off. Yeah, I'll feed you your nuts, something like that. So um, they pull into town, and uh, there's a 
obviously a happy graduation day banner. We never got those in my town, but uh, I guess Mm-mm. this one we want to set up for the movie. It's a graduation day, so um, yep. Uh, through a POV, and sees a girl jog by, so she wants out immediately. Yeah, stop. Mm. Let me out right here. Yeah, like, and so it's why do you want out so quick? As you see someone jogging by, right. And uh, this is when we meet Paula. Right. She is jogging with uh, earbuds or headphones on that are just massive cans. Dude, yeah, that's, I wrote yeah. that. I wrote two Coke cans. Like, they're yeah. the, I mean, it's like literally. Well, like, it's eighties. I mean. Yeah, but there's no cord. They're well, not. They, they are they're not Bluetooth. I think they were themselves a radio. They had a little antenna. So they, they're like their own self-contained um, AM, FM radio, probably. She's listening to the music of Felony. She is? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, she, she, but this is, Paula's our first one. Paula's our yeah. first kill. So She's just jogging, we presume, on the way to school and through the woods, and um, she gets uh, sliced across the neck. Her headphones play the music of Felony as she lies dead. And, and the then camera pans to her yeah. butt. Yes. I mean, it's a runner's butt. Yeah. The camera just pans and pauses on her ass, laying on the ground. Not bare ass; it's in the shorts. But you gotta, yes, you gotta talk to the cinematographer on that. But I don't know if then, he or she's. Lo- what did you say about the stopwatch? I cut you off. I'm sorry. No, we just give me the stopwatch. It's like yeah. just go. That's when we establish that this killer is. Yeah. Just timing it at 30 seconds. Right. Obviously, going to uh, draw reference. back to refer- Laura's death. Right. Where right. she did the 200 millimeter. Yep, 200 millimeter. No, oh. it's two, like 200 meter. 200 millimeter. I'm not going to be the, the length of this table. <laughs> I'm not going to be the track coach at Slash U. Yeah, I don't um, know the metric system real well, but 200 millimeters is probably the length of this table, give or take. It's not very far. I'm, I'm the fucking dean of Slash U. Right. I'm the one that those kids are like, that fucking dean animal house. Anyway. Anne arrives home. Yes. Uh, and meets her mother, and her mother. Uh, well, before before forgot. she goes home, though, oh. let's just kind of get back to the track gang getting ready oh, for the yearbook photo. Oh, is that back to them? Well, no, because they're all getting ready for a photo. It's the yearbook photo. It's the, oh, yeah. the year. I skipped so over that. I'm sorry. Which, it's weird they're taking the yearbook photo on graduation day, but maybe they get the yearbook later. Anyway, they're right. all trying. The coach, Coach George Michaels, is saying, we're not waiting for Paula. Right. Let's get the picture made. And everyone's saying, hey, coach, back the fuck off. We know you're fired. He has been fired. Yeah. Spoiler. From from Laura's death. From because of Laura's death, but they're all still letting him finish out his year. But the kids don't respect him. They anymore, don't really. They're like, how many of us were supposed to make it through the year? This <laughs> alive, yeah. whatever. And he's like, watch it, fella. Yeah. He calls that one guy fella. Yeah, I think it was it's, the pole vaulter. Yeah, uh, Pete. Pete. Yeah. yeah. Watch it, fella. Watch it, fella. I, I'm fired. I already forgot your names. Fuck you. <laughs> we also I got my pension. <laughs> <laughs> number 46, the blonde wearing number 46. Yeah. Her only appearance is... Right here. Right here. Also her decapitated head at the very end. Okay. She is replaced by another actress because she refuses to do a topless scene. Oh. So Jody and I had this debate. It was, well, it's her right to yeah. quit. Yeah. But I was just wondering if in the script, if it says... Yeah. Like, if, when I write a script, it's... I'm like shows pubes right, or, right. or shows butt or right. or it's it's a debate and they're really to my in my opinion anyway which means not much but it, it's their right to fire her then but too. the girl who replaced Delo- <laughs> who Dolores sorry yeah. is the name of the character the girl who replaced her yeah said it in an interview later in like the 2000s that she felt like it was her big break uh, and she felt like she had to do it because it was what was happening at what the time. else is that actress done no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well I'll, we'll go ahead and spoil it what else has she done 
Uh-huh. She was Antler Girl in Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh, there you go. The actress whose name I forget who plays That's the, okay. The that horse. was your dick shot kill in that, that movie. That was my it? dick shot kill in she that movie. She got hung on the antlers. Yeah. yeah. She. It's December. She's only wearing Daisy Duke shorts <laughs> the size, like I think my dog can wear, you know, and it's, so. Yep. I just wanted to bring that out, that they do show her in this movie, the, the original actress, but again, later she is replaced. Um, With a different actress. Yes. So, but after they... The coach says, we're taking this fucking picture. Yeah. Either get in there or not. So they take the picture. We Paula misses the picture. Paula She's misses dead. the picture because she is dead. Yeah. Anne arrives home. Anne arrives home uh, to meet her mom and uh, her step her stepdad, Ronald. What a fucking dick. Yeah, her mom's name is Elaine. There it is. Uh, yeah, who's clueless. Ronald is, is an cl- asshole. What a, f- I mean, seriously, what? And that's the thing, why? I don't know, because Elaine says, look, Ronald, Anne's home. And he's like, no shit, Sherlock. And of course, Anne's like, don't talk to my mother that way. And he's like, he just, he's called her, he calls her like a bitch, you know, you're a, uh, loudmouth, whatever. He tries to maker. smack her? Yeah, she's like, I've learned a few things yeah, in the she, Navy. Like she told Ascot Joe, right. the truck driver or whatever. Right. I think Ronald should have said he pays his taxes. He can smack her if you want. <laughs> Come on, I pay your taxes. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I can smack you if I want. That's all you have to say to get out of trouble, right? <laughs> yes. I pay my taxes. <laughs> yeah. Nick, why are you standing over three dead bodies? Hey, I pay Listen, my taxes. I'm a taxpayer, goddammit. Yeah. Andrew, this is your fourth OWI. Don't worry about it. I pay my taxes. <laughs> Just kidding. I've never had an OWI. Anyway. <laughs> Nick, that's a Dewey for some of you who don't know. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you're, look, look at all this crystal meth. Hey. Listen, I, I sold this for cash, and I didn't pay taxes on it. Uh, J.G. Whitworth, her stepdad, of course, we know Ronald's a dick. Elaine, yeah. her mom, is clueless as fuck. Yeah. What's the story there? I don't understand it. Uh, he, 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 I, I, Anne can't be that much older than Laura. Let's say Laura is at the youngest. She's a senior. She's 17. Right. Then, I mean, that puts Anne's Anne off in the Navy. 22. 20-something. Yep. So maybe we find out that Ronald has said, like, I raised her as my own. Mm-hmm. Fine. Well, did wasn't Anne there? Did you, you? If there is a backstory there, you know Nick and his fucking backstories. Yeah. I pay my fucking taxes. I deserve a fucking backstory. You sure do, friend. <laughs> so again, I wrote in my notes, Andy. Like I, I don't know. Like you know, Mom, of course, is trying to diffuse everything. Uh, She's yeah. Like, yeah. It's been really hard on him. Don't you can't blame Ronald for acting this way. And then I guess you know. why is. The insurance money is brought up that yep. Anne has decided not to take it. Why would the mom not get it? That's a great sister? question. It makes me wonder if there was some sort of beneficiary situation where Anne was named as beneficiary because she is an adult, you know, if she's in her 20s. I, I don't know because uh, they do bring that up. Are you going to keep the money yeah, and, she yells at and, Laura's, and Laura's uh, track trophy? And yeah. she just says, like, no. You hear that, Ron? Ronald? I'm yeah. not keeping the money. You know, so Ron wants you can that have money. it and pay fucking taxes on it. You dick for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be a new slashy shirt. I pay my taxes. It should be. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. We. Uh, uh, what's the the last uh, shot there? In Anne is in Laura's room. Yeah, we get see pics of Kevin. Pictures of everyone, right? Kevin, the other track stars, but a lot of Kevin. Uh, a picture of the Bee Gees, a poster of the Bee Gees. Right. If you don't know the Bee Gees, please Google them. They are a trio of brothers from Australia who made wonderful disco music in the Including late the song Staying Alive. Including the. Hey! Appropriate for a slasher podcast. Uh, 
but there's a picture of the whole track team. Yes, a photo of the track team. Donald, Ronald approaches Anne in her room, and well, it's Laura's room, but this is where uh, Anne is staying while she's in town. Yeah, and like slaps her, like was trying to assault her. Like he I don't is, know what his deal is. Yeah, so she he he gets it. You know, she tells him. I learned some shit, like Andy said. I, I fucking know karate. Yeah, or whatever they teach. Whatever in the they Navy. teach you in the Navy. And he splits. She throws down this photo of a track of, of Laura and her track friends. Yeah, she throws it on the ground. It breaks. It breaks, but then it, it kind of does a cool montage to where the killer is keeping the same photo. In the locker room. Taking some lipstick and... Crossing off Paula, who's on the end of the photo. But he keeps it in the photo. He, yep. he or she keeps the photo in the... <laughs> Yeah, we do have to say he or she now because last week was our first female killer. Yes, thank you for bringing yeah. up Edge of the X. Uh, yeah. The girl with the feet. My, I don't have a foot fetish, but the yeah, Jody yeah. Jody brought that up. She's like, she listened to the podcast. She's like, so Nick, do you want me to grab a fake axe and walk around barefoot? I'm You're like, talking about feet a lot here, buddy. <laughs> no, but, okay. listen, I pay my taxes. <laughs> I can talk about feet if I want. We're never gonna quit. Oh, it's gonna be a boss. Mm. No, but our, no, you're I, right. Her, 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 her name. Uh, I, Lillian. Lillian, week. thank you. Yeah. Good memory, yeah, brother. I just listened to it the other day. <laughs> Lillian uh, is our first female killer in any movie that we've watched. Correct. And, and this week, um, so, so going forward, I think we have to say this person or this killer. You know, we, I don't think we could say he or she until we reveal who it is. He or she keeps the photo, the killer, he or she keeps the photo in the girl's locker room. Right. Hmm, but does that mean it's our girl? Hmm. So... Cuts this, the woods. Yeah, the woods. Where, where this is the school woods. This is like the magical fucking black forest. A lot, lot happens in these woods. Elves and unicorns run right. around. I mean, no, but I've never been on a on a high school campus where it's like the auditoriums through the Netherland right. uh, path of no, I godness, and then if you want to get to the gym, it's down Gumdrop Lane where the unicorns <laughs> frolic. Like I don't. <laughs> The Neverland Path of Godness. Over there is Narnia. Um, no, it's it's like a. You're right. It's like a college campus. It's like a college campus. Shit, sorry. We laugh too hard. We have too much fun today. Okay, uh, I gotta the, bring it down. Yes, it is very much like Narnia, but it's there's it's a school. I feel like in the middle of the school is a big forest. Or where kids get high and they fuck right. and they. The way I pictured it was, it's a small town and school. The school and the, the whole surrounding college, uh, high school campus is easily accessible from anywhere in town, you know, because we have some parts where people come from a house and run to the school, you know. So it doesn't seem to me like the school is very far from I think, anything. Well, I mean, you know, this is the scene where the so Sally is, where is, Sally meets Anne, the yeah. sister. Anne approaches Sally. As a POV kind of style, like it's like she's stalking is her. She's stalking, and or is she the killer? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's creepy. Um, so yeah, Sally turns around and goes, "Oh, hey, did I?" And Anne says, "Oh, did I scare you?" And she's like, "A little bit." And she Anne compliments Sally's necklace and says the creepiest thing: "You have lovely eyes." She one of them lesbos. <laughs> like the guy in the truck. <laughs> I'm not actually saying it's the guy in the truck. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. We're always going to go back to Ascot Guy, who also looked like the janitor from Pieces, mm -hmm. who was Bluto in Popeye. Anyway, we're, we're, this one, I feel, of... I feel like this podcast, for this one in particular, episode 24. Just 25. 
25, fuck! Yeah, we're a quarter of the way to 100. Holy shit, mm-hmm. I feel like we are, it's taking us time to get there because we're having so much fun. We're drawing some connections to lots of other movies. Yeah. Yes, but she, Anna looks at Sally because Sally, she's trying to find the auditorium. But she looks at Sally and says, you have lovely eyes. My sister had eyes like yours. She's dead now. So creepy enough to where yeah. Sally's like, okay, thanks, later. And so Auditorium's she over there, bye. Yeah, so yeah. she points her off to the auditorium. So yeah. she, the reason why Anne is looking for the auditorium because uh, it's the graduation run-through. Rehearsal, right? Rehearsal, there you go. And that's where we meet Mr. Guglione, the principal. Um, and the kids are ridiculous. He's they just start shouting him down and he's like, Listen, children, this boys is Boys and girls. Boys and girls instead Which, of Yeah. All of my high school teachers and principals said people, people. Or they you know, yeah, they never like they said boys and girls in Greece and I don't remember even watching yeah. I know Greece is a horror movie, but well kind of if you remember <laughs> Olivia Newton John's dancing in that. Hey-o. Horrific. No, but boys and girls, calm. These kids are like seventeen and eighteen, yeah. smoking weed, touching boobs, having fun. But these kids are being dicks too, Andy. They are, and the principal Guglione. And they don't pay their taxes. They their don't. They're do. children. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Guglione says these diplomas are tickets yep. to the adult world, which is totally something a principal would say. Yes, it is good. <laughs> if you want to get in, you have to pay the admission. Yeah, that's so a good line. You're right. He's going through how. Um, graduation is going to go yeah. uh it's a room of about you know 25 30 kids i think maybe they're small class. a small group maybe yeah. it's a portion of the whole class who knows and <laughs> I that's would when never he go yeah. I'd skip and get right out. right well, he introduces ann you know that's uh yeah. that's uh ann uh over there who's laura laura's uh, sister yep and she's a special guest you know show her all the respect she deserves yada yada she and is there to collect uh, a diploma and a... Trophy. A trophy. The track trophy. Yes. That her sister won for running 30 seconds, the 200 meter. Millimeter. 200 millimeter race. And uh, he, dismisses, <laughs> he dismisses the kids and they all kind of crowd around, including Kevin, who shakes Anne's hand and says, uh, Anne says, thank you so much for your letter. And Kevin says, you know, meet up with me later and, and walks away. Yeah, she wants to talk to him, but he's like, I can't yeah, do it now. I got to go. And, he, and she's like, no, where, where should I meet you? You know, because and, and, there's a bunch of other kids around yeah. Anne sort of saying, we knew Laura, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but why didn't great. Sally, who freaks out at Anne because <clears throat> maybe she thinks Anne's trying to get with her, but in the forest, she'd be, you know, like, oh, your sister? Oh, that was the your sister. The one that died? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so sorry. So no she's wonder like, you were weird. Because when, <laughs> when she walks in the auditorium, she's like, Sally's that's the like, lady. that's the fucking weirdo. Yeah. She almost touched my butt. <laughs> Um, this one, as we dive into this, uh, this one was easy to take notes for me. Right. Unlike, I know we bring up Blood Diner almost every episode, but Blood Diner, I had to hit pause like every two minutes yeah. to catch up on notes because there was so much going on. A lot of filler in this. Because yeah. right from graduation uh, rehearsal, Anne pulls up in front of Kevin's house. She has the envelope. Uh, that's where she gets his address. The envelope of the letter he sent her. Yeah. Uh, when she's in the Navy, to find where he lives. Learns more about his relationship with her sister, Laura, um, and gives him a medal, uh, the, the the graduation gift that she was going to give to Laura. I can't believe you forgot about Grandma. And uh, Grandma's, I didn't say that yet. I hadn't gotten there yet. Crazy oh. Gran can't hear anything is their uh, yelling at the TV. Like, yeah. Go get him, sick him. Yeah, she's watching Current Affair. Oh, really? No. Oh, that wasn't around saying. in 81. <laughs> Was it? I don't think oh, no. so. I think that's an early '90s show. I think we just do this for us. I really, <laughs> I really. Why would anybody? Who gives a shit, man? We pay our taxes. All right. 
So okay, we won't say that for at least five minutes. For at least time is starting right now. So crazy Grand just can't hear anything, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. He comes downstairs. He tells her not to worry about Grandma. But what I thought was interesting is this is when Anne looks at Kevin and says, "Hey, Kevin, she didn't have to die." Yeah. And he says, "I know. Laura was with me always. That will never change." And then they're starting to talk. I'm like, "Are they about to fuck?" That was that'd be kind of hot. Like, especially for a grandma. Like, they do it, like, right next to grandma. She watches, yeah. like, Steve Harvey's family feud. His girlfriend, her younger sister, died two months ago. And he's going to bang her older sister. Well, if you in go In front watch, of his deaf grandma. You didn't get that when you watched the movie? I'm get sorry. vibes I, on that at all. You did but not. No. Then I'm fucking weird. I did not. I'm sorry. Jesus, Nick. <laughs> I think Jody did, too. I mean, cause really? Because it, it was like... Are they, they going to make out? Yeah, they just talk like that whispery voice. Well, they're mourning the loss of a loved one. But they want to touch boobs. Yeah. It's okay. Anyway, well, um, this is, uh, you know, I guess... That's this is when Anne, yeah, Anne gives uh, Kevin the graduation necklace. She's stoked, yeah. or he's stoked, I should say. Yeah. Um, we're getting Sally is uh, we're, we we uh, fast forward or flash over to the the, the girls' locker room yep. where Sally is getting ready for a gymnastics montage yeah. photo shoot. Yep. Boobs. We get a we get a little um, nudity little in this scene. Great. Um, not much to it. <laughs> And uh, the lights go out in the locker room. All the lights go black, and it startles Sally, of course. It's like the POV of the killer watching it. Yep. As she's changing. That, yeah, All that, the lights go yeah, out. And, and, you know, oh, she's, no. she, but she's finally got her unitard. Yeah, it's like a red, uh, yeah. What it looks like called? a one-piece swimsuit almost. But it's, it's whatever a, the fucking yeah, gymnastics. Yeah, leotard, unitard, Mary Lou whatever. whatever it is. Yep, she's got that on. And then um, the lights come back up just as Doris and Joanna... <laughs> come in, you know, gossiping and laughing. They are the Mean Stop Girls. kicking that thing. Sorry, dude, I'm fucking moving on. <laughs> yeah, <Nick. laughs> it, but Mean Girls, good reference, they right. are the Mean Girls. Right, and Doris is, of course, played by Vanna White of, yep. Wheel, of Wheel of Fortune fame and Joanna, and they are, you know, laughing and joking, and they scare, they're startle Sally, of course, just as the lights come back on. Uh, and they're, of course, they're like, what are you doing in here? And she's like, what, what are you doing here? You know, I, oh, wait a minute. That door was cracked open. It just shut. Uh, somebody's behind that door. And they're like, uh, and it's stupid dialogue. Kind of an sound- improv. Oh, my God. You wrote it? Yes, I wrote improv. <laughs> uh, yeah, they improv, improv these lines. Because the, it sounds horrible. Yeah. Because they're distant from the, I would mic. think, from where the mics, the boom mic, yep. key grip, those fuckers. Yep. I'm sure it's just a guy holding a fucking microphone, but... They're in the distance, and I hear, like, her, I hear one of the girls say, I think it's Vanna's character, you're out to lunch. Like, you're out to lunch. Like, meaning, yeah. like, you're you're stupid. You're crazy. You're crazy. Like, crazy. maybe that was a slang thing back yeah. in the 80s. Like, if, like, if I say, hey, friends of Slash U, students of the U, yeah. Andy's out to lunch, that means Andy's fucking wacko. Yeah. Nick, you're off the reservation. That was another one that's, uh, I know, it's frowned upon. Yeah. Well, just like sitting Indian style. We don't use it anymore. I mean, think. that man's off the reservation. He's oh, crazy. I'm, well, I grew up yeah. in the South. We didn't hear that. Oh. We heard worse shit. <laughs> must much worse. Much worse. Yeah. Holy well, shit. Well, out to lunch. Yes, a euphemism so, but they, for the, crazy. But they also it's dumb dialogue. I can't tell that uh, Jody and I both couldn't tell. Like, are they friends? Because she Vanna says, "Oh, I wet my pants." And they all laugh at her. Yeah, oh, you wear your pants, but they are they yeah. friends? You can tell. Know. But anyway, Doris and Joanna leave. Yeah, the Mean Girls leave. Dumb dialogue, improv. Yeah. Um, but it gets Sally up in her head because now yes. she goes out to do uh, her uneven bars routine in front of Good. the photographer. How do you knew that name? Uneven. It was the uneven, uneven bars. bars. Yeah. 
I'm a little familiar with gymnastics. I had no fucking idea. Oh, I was well, like, it's like there's parallel bars, there's the vaulting horse, there's the uneven bars. I wrote wood sticks. You did? Oh, well, <laughs> no. interesting. But before, me but... nick, me make fire, <laughs> me pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> caveman, oh, man. caveman oh. nick over here. But it, <laughs> She play on wood sticks. The... The, the lights going out and all that exchange gets Sally a little nervous, that's all. And so when she's out there doing the uneven bar routine in front of Coach and the photographer. The old photographer who's hitting on her. Hey, I right. heard, heard you could get in the Olympics. It's Ooh, like, dude. Boo, 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 boo. Yeah, look, dude, she's 6, 17 years old. You're like 80. Got it. Or the 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 gym, or the photographer's at least my age. Like, it's right. pretty creepy if my ass was trying to hit like on. Yeah. But uh, anyway, this is the gymnastic montage. Right, so um, she's flipping around on the bars, and there's some uh, flash shots of uh, other things. like Paula? The, uh, Paula, the, the runner who got her throat slashed. Yep. You know, she's been missing, obviously. And How does she know? I don't know. We haven't seen Paula in a day or a few hours, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. But and, and I guess with Laura dying a couple of months ago, it's got Sally up in her head, and then the lights just went off in the locker room and freaked her out. So she ends up screwing up and falling. She, yeah, and Coach is pissed. Yeah, this coach demands excellence, doesn't he? Yeah, he, especially yeah. after getting fired for being so hard. I, mean, I know. You'd think, he, like most like, high school staff, he would just be like, whatever, don't yeah, care. Yeah, it's just a photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, like there are plenty of teachers that are heroes. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But, I can but, count oh. them on one hand. In my entire time, K through 12, I didn't have very many teachers that were, quote unquote, heroes. A lot of them were just there to yeah. collect a paycheck and go home. Yeah, I, I and now with this guy getting fired, like how much can he be invested in this? But he's, he's like, you know, you could do it, do better, goddammit. You know, he's... It's, that's a great point. Like, why, why would, does he fucking care? Why, exactly. It's a fucking photo shoot for the newspaper. Right. And, and the, about maybe local girl could go to Olympics. Right. And the, the photographer's like... University. The photographer's like, I got it. I got enough. He's like, no. You know, you shut the fuck up. Shut up and take the pictures. Yeah. Because she bailed, like, pretty bad. So yeah. she... You know, he, he kind of gives her, like, an inspirational, you know, like, America, we're going to do our gymnastics true. So, anyway, <laughs> the music starts playing, like, this American music, like, sure. so slow motion, she goes through routine, she goes through her routine, um, uh, her face, as she's doing this routine, though, flash to the killer. We see the photograph. Photograph of her with lipstick, yep. her face getting X'd out. She, Sally's next. Sally's next. She bails again, cries. And runs away. Runs off to the locker room, leaving a pissed off coach, George Michaels, who didn't have faith in her. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> Wham! <laughs> oh, my oh God. My this, God. We're never getting through this. This so, is going to be the funniest episode we've ever done. I want to bring up this, Andy. <laughs> was there a stunt double or is the actress who played Sally really fucking good? I was trying to, like, look at... Um, at her face during the the montage of the routine to see like is this the same actress and I couldn't get a clean look honestly I don't know if you could or not because I thought the same thing is this I tried. a stunt double or is this the actual actress during the, like some of the rocks back and forth I think yeah. it was our actress but some of the flippy dippy I was yeah. trying to you know again I only watched this one twice nowadays though dude they would put like the real actress's face like on oh, a stunt yeah, double that's, that's, like digitally yeah, so that way and you wouldn't be able to tell like it's yeah. seamless nowadays so it looks like it's you know leonardo dicaprio or whoever they want doing the stunts and it's not yeah, so that's creepy but they didn't shit. do that back in the 80s no they didn't so, 
They did not. Uh, obviously, they only really cared about music because uh, Felony, the band who plays in this band, proves that's only cared about. And speaking of music, we cut to Mr. Roberts now, flirting. No, yeah, dude, we don't. No. Oh, my God, I missed it. Oh, yes, my God, my nose. God. I'm so sorry. Well, so we saw a hand cross out Sally's face from the photo. Uh, and then Sally is in the locker room. Shaving her legs in the Shaving sink. her legs in the sink. I'm not a woman. Or I'm not a... I'm, sorry, that came out wrong. Uh-huh. I'm not a, a person who shaves their legs. Correct. I don't if, know I, if I was in the gas station mm-hmm. and I needed to shave my legs, of course I would use the sink. Yeah. If I was in the locker room... At the high school. At the high school, a public place, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would shave my legs in the sink. I think I might... Try to run water in the shower and just kind of right. look quick. Here's a bold take. I would probably do it at home. I don't know why she's doing it here. Especially after, maybe she's going on a hot date. It could be, yeah. She's going on a hot, hot date. Going to have a good time. I don't know. I, I don't have an explanation for why she's shaving her legs, except it serves the purposes of the plot. Yes, because the killer approaches uh, with the... Fencing gear. The fencing gear. Well, we don't see the fencing gear. We just see the fencing sword. sword. Yeah. And a, a good kill. Nothing too graphic. Stabs her in the neck. And the sword comes out the back of her neck. Yeah. And Sally's dead. Sally is dead. Mm-hmm. And now now we meet Mr. Roberts. That's when we this go to Mr. Roberts. Sorry about teacher, that. teacher, a story within itself. This fucking feminine version of Harry Connick Jr., has a mission to sleep with fucking every female student in this school. This, uh... To, Andy, to why pay, did the girls fall for him? This toupee-wearing motherfucker <laughs> is, uh... Andy, why? He's jail... Like, that. he's cruising it for jail time, bud. Like, he's playing the piano with three students around him. They love him. They three are... Female. Well, it's Doris and Joanne again. Or, yeah. Is it's it? Doris and Joanna and a third one. Yeah, it's Vanna White. I'm watching because he's yep. telling them about. They have the same I, clothes. I've, I've always been an entertainer. That's yeah. Uh, the parties I had to get because of all the parties they ask. So I'm not saying this in a bad way. I just thought he preferred men instead of preferring oh, women. I no. thought that he, you know, like another LGBTQ. Sure, sure. And I was I like, could, I could see that, but he just, is. Uh, oh. Yeah, he likes the ladies. He likes, and, and, and the, young the young ladies. I got a picture of this fucker that I'm going to yeah. post on our social media, but please go ahead. I, I um, uh, High school male teachers taking advantage of young students, not cool. Um, because Dolores comes in uh, for, you know, after hours, whatever, and she's like, the bell rang 10 Dolores minutes ago. Dolores is a track star. Yeah. Dolores is on the track team. And uh, the girls are all like, well, there's, like, no classes tomorrow. It's graduation day. Like, who cares if there's no real classes anymore? And the, the, the three girls leave. Mr. Roberts is like, you know, sing a song for me. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. See exactly. you next summer. And um, he breaks the news to Dolores that she's not going to pass. She there's needs, no way I can pass you. And she needs, she, You weren't here half the time. You're going to need summer school. Summer school. And she proceeds to what? Open her shirt. Pulls out her bubes. She and, pulls out her bubes. Yep. And, again, Dolores, this now the actress... The, the this is again the one that Andy and I were discussing in the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast. She has replaced the original Dolores right. because of this scene. Because she yeah, she's like Mr. Roberts, check out my bubes. Mm-hmm. Dolores again being the, the fucking uh, female tramp. actress. Frankly, God, yeah, she's it. like a tramp. 
she she is throwing herself at the teacher yes. to get a passing grade. And he is like, well, you better lock the door. Yeah. Lock the door. Yep. And she just grabs his head and thrusts it at her chest. And that's where his toupee <laughs> motorboats. Yeah. And that's where his toupee slips off. I didn't notice. You didn't know, yeah. No. He's bald. He's totally bald. I knew it was a toupee, Andy. Yeah, yeah. But no. I... She, and he's just like, oh, Dolores, huh? my face is squished into your chest. Oh, Dolores. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's the end of the scene. Again, uh, I just think this is a very interesting fact about the original actress who played Dolores. And then this one, who actually, if, if she was also in, this actress was also in Return of the Living Dead. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, punks. Again, a bunch of punks hanging out in a graveyard and zombies come get them. Gugliani wants Blondie in his office. We Blondie. go to, yeah, Blondie is the name of his uh, receptionist, yeah. secretary, administrative assistant, and Principal Guglione. They are the comic relief in this movie, don't you think? No, I think Vanessa White, or Vanna White, Vanna and White. her... Well, these two try to be funny anyway. Yeah, because Guglione <laughs> uh, gets Blondie in his office. That's yeah. her name. And there was also an old cartoon. Was there? Called Blondie. Okay. Dagwood was her husband. That's and, uh, right. Blondie and Dagwood. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she comes in his office. Also and, a group in the 80s. Yes! Call me! Call me over! <laughs> Call me... <laughs> Um, take these notes, woman. And right. she's like, well, I'm not going to give you any booby. And, you know, then we're like, ooh, something's going on between them. Fucking mm -hmm. gross. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she's getting pissed because, you know, he's like, I need these notes. And this is like when he would dictate on a microphone and you'd give them a cassette. Yes, that's what he hands And it. I say them because he or she, whoever the secretary is, so yeah. they could listen and they could dictate Manuscript the note. The note. Mm -hmm. So he gives her this cassette tape and says you got to do like three copies. On one side and they go to the sports department and the other side goes to arts, music. And yeah. she's just like, this is going to take me forever. I'm all the way already up to my garter belt in work. Yes. And now I got to <laughs> do more. And he's just like, how about I come by later? With a bottle of wine. With a bottle of wine. Come over about midnight. And that's what she says. Come on, make it around midnight. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry. And when she leaves, he, he does the, the honky did yeah, you notice I didn't that? notice goes, that. Honk honk with his with his hands. Yeah, like McSqueeby. That's Bunny why I McSqueeby, say they're the yeah. they're the comic relief. And then he goes over to his uh, coat. And, and when he does that, you see he's got a thick ass. Okay. I, I sent did, you that picture. You remember did. Before you text I, me that. And I was like, man, Guglioni, thick. Right. And he pulls out a, a switchblade. Should I post that? He can. He pulls out a switchblade and proceeds to chop up an apple, and that's when we're supposed to be like, is he the killer? No. That looks like the knife that slashed Paula's Fuck, throat. he's not the killer. No, because he opens this desk drawer, and there's a whole bunch of knives. Yeah, it's just what you confiscate. He's You're probably confiscated yeah. them. Exactly. Anyway. And then this is like filler scene of, um, this is, let's not Stupid. this. Yes, the filler scene of Mr. Roberts looking for a mysterious yes. sound. I can summarize it, or do you want to? It's quick. It is quick, but I, I just want to make a note that it's a mysterious sound that's two stories down, and it, yeah. I guess he's hearing a tapping sound, so go ahead. Like he hears, apparently, noises in the pipes, and he walks downstairs. While he's playing piano, he hears some noises in the wall. Or do, do, do. Dong, 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 you know, and he walks down the stairs and bumps into Coach, and he's like, do you hear this? You know, and there's a sign on the wall that says boiler room that way, and the Coach is like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, there's noises in the pipes. And Mr. Roberts' coach is like, fine, whatever, who fucking cares? Yeah, he, totally. I just yeah. wrote that. Fuck and, off. Yeah. yeah, and Mr. Roberts is kind of stumbling around the boiler room. It's dark, and you think, oh, is he going to get... That's exactly Is he going to get stabbed? Yes. And someone, uh, you see a tape recorder, yep. and a hand pushes play, and you can hear Mr. Roberts and Dolores uh, engaging in some romantic relations on the, on the tape. I called this one my little cobra. 
Yeah. Why is it poisonous? Ooh, but it spits. Anyway, so he didn't say that. I added that. And uh, <laughs> he finds a recording of himself, and he, um, you see two students uh, giggling and running out of the room, mm. slamming the door, and he just holds up the tape recorder like, I know who you are, you what rats. Was, what was the scene for? It made it was nothing. It was a misleading thing that made it would us have been so Mr. much rad to see yeah. the glove come down. Yeah, and Mr. Roberts gets stabbed. Or, but well, I mean, but, but the whole idea of the movie was that he's killing the track team. And obviously, well, obviously, students at the school know that Mr. Roberts engages in extra relations with his students because they had it on tape. So that's all we know. Yeah, it was uh, great. Uh, another mid mid podcast, Cliff Killed Notes. Oh, uh, wow. thank you. But it was again. I wrote in my notes like Andy, what the fuck was this scene for? It's it's almost like another one coming up as well, mm-hmm. showing a POV style Dolores and Tony, her boyfriend, who is also on the track team, mm-hmm. who's obviously a player, kind of like Schlongdini from Wacko. Dolores and Tony sit on a park bench and smoke a joint. Yes, drugs, boobs, and uh, yeah. blood. And this is in the magical, mystical woods yeah, that are in Narnia, the, yeah. of Narnia and unicorns and G- stuff. Gum la- gumdrop lane, gumdrop where, lane, where the unicorns frolic and the woods. Magic woods on campus. Make baskets out of unicorn yeah. hair. Um, but uh, it is. They're just sitting on this bench, getting high, partying. Um, Tony's kind of bragging about his conquests. Yeah, and, and other girls. And Dolores is like, "Well, fuck it. I'm just horny. Let's go." Yeah, and you know they're they're, they're st- you know it's the smoking joint and getting frisky. frisky. Yeah. Is there a killer coming? Because again, we get the POV and the you know kind and of we that, see some, that sound. Uh, we see some footsteps. Yeah, and then it's uh, they just get busted by McGregor that uh, that Andy brought up earlier in the podcast. McGregor's a Barney Fife motherfucker. Is yeah. he? A, he's a he's is he the school liaison? I would think he because he, he says he is a police officer. Yeah. And I think he is well, just maybe deputy. assigned to the school, like a liaison officer at the school. You know, he's that's a dumb motherfucker. McGregor, uh, early version of McGruff, the crime dog, <laughs> right? Take a bite out of crime. And, yeah. um, you remember McGruff? Of course. And McGregor, you're right. I don't though. know if they do. Well, that's okay. Our listeners, Google McGruff. But anyway, the he's like Barney Fife. You're right. Yes. He's like, I'm the authority here, and they, you're going to listen to me. Yeah, but they doesn't bust them. No. They eat the joint, which I thought was funny. Like, he, uh, Tony splits the joint in half, the roach, I should yeah, say. Yeah, And then he gives one to Dolores, and he takes one. They both yeah. eat it. Pretty All much right. saying, hey, we got rid of the evidence. Yeah. But still, he just... He could bust them, but he's yeah. like, if I see you around here one more time, yeah. I'm going to bust you. But they fucking ridicule him. They did, didn't they? Yes. They made it. I mean. What do you, uh, yeah, what he, what, he says something about narcs. Narcs, yeah. How do narcs Why mate? do narcs, oh yeah, narcs don't go south for the winter. They, they stay and mate. mate and up their own ass. Up their own asses. And, and guess, what, what, guess what you get? A McGregor. Yeah, so it's like, that wah, is. Wah. He's mean. Know, yeah, and I never got that. I don't know. And we know they're shitty kids. It's like 80s movies, like, fuck rebellion, leave those kids alone, like, <laughs> question authority, shit like that, rad. Yeah. We do that even now, but still, I mean, if I was McGregor, I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, well, they walk you away kids, and leave. They do leave. McGregor likes to hit that shit, too. Yeah. He points out, he points out, he pulls out a joint the size of a fucking hamster's dick. Did you see where he pulled it out of? No. He pulled out his gun. It's a revolver. And he, he, like, ejected the chamber of the revolver, and there was a joint hidden inside one I of the... I fucking did! You missed that? Ah. No, but ah. that's why it's so fucking How cool little. is that? Yes! He, like, like how you load a revolver, where you 
Yeah, the, the, like, yeah, yeah, the Russian the, the revolver. Yeah, and one of the bullet one of the bullet chambers has a joint in it. He pulls it I've out. I've watched that movie twice. Like, I swear to God, that's where I, I thought agree it was. With you. I mean, but yeah. I watched it twice, like in twelve hours. What and... better place for a police officer to hide a joint than in his gun? Next time I get pulled over, <laughs> officer, let me check that gun. I Listen, pay my taxes. Sir, I pay my taxes. Now you got a joint in that fucking nine that you're I home. know you've got an ounce in there, you son of a bitch. Well, that's what I wrote because I'm like the joint is so little. Right, it was in his gun. It really is the size of a fucking bullet. There you go, and he uh, he uh, enjoys a little bit on his own, right there on campus. Great. Yeah, Shazam. Shazam, uh, Gregor's getting high. Um, Anne now is back at the school to confront the coach. She's snooping uh, around the shop class. Well, because she's looking for him, because uh, she blames him for the death of a sister, and you know yeah. he swears that uh, after again some filler Stupid. fucking shit where. The machinery turns on. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even mention. I mean, it's like yeah. lights what, come on. A coach is like, "What the hell are you doing? This yeah. is fine-tuned machinery." And he turns off the table saw and whatever. And she's like, "I didn't okay. do anything." Yeah, but she's and they there. Debate the debate. Bit. He swears that he loved Laura, and he loved all of his kids, and that he would never hurt them. And Anne thinks he's getting off easy because he did kill her by pushing her. Push her too to hard. To go fast. Yep. Like a machine. Yep. And that's what she was to you as a machine. But well, he debates it like i was a good coach like i push these kids yes do i push them yes but it gets results it gets excellence they win trophies like machines and she's that's when she says like machines you know and so. this this is another great banter they have she <clears throat> as she leaves she's like uh, we'll meet again michaels is in the killer He's michaels like, looks at her and goes yeah i guess we will, I guess we will. Ooh, it's the coach the killer like yes Dude, look! <laughs> oh man, getting some uh, diamond cutters there. Anyway. Oh, I know we can't say it. Probably. There is. Um... Well, now you're, you're. This is your. This is oh, your. Oh yeah. Then we get Ralph, one of the track team members. He's dressed in his football pads and uniform, jogging through the woods again, the magical woods, tossing a football back and forth. He's just. Uh, it's silly because he's <laughs> no, just. He's, like he's just doing some fancy footwork, tossing it. You assume he's going to a football practice, or or maybe maybe he's going to a yearbook photo, like everyone else is getting. We that's don't know. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure that's got to be what it is. But he comes upon Doris and Joanna, our ladies who bridge all the scenes together, Vanna yes. White and Joanna, and they steal the football from him and they play a little keep away. Oh, Ralph loves his football back. <laughs> And Joanna throws it off into the woods. They're, they're good. I like that. Yeah, she yeah. throws it off into the woods. And, of course, Ralph's like, God damn. And they take off. And Ralph goes into the woods to get his ball back. But our killer has picked it up. And our killer has, like, somehow tacked the football on the end of, like, a long metal pointy spear. It's a, thing. So, and it's a sword. It's a, it's a sword. But the end of it is the football. So yes. the, the blade is coming out of yes. the end of the football. <laughs> And and we have a point of view shot. The camera's looking at Ralph, and Ralph's like, "Hey, give me my ball back." Ralph's looking at the killer. Looking at the killer, and you you can kind of tell Ralph knows who this person is, but he doesn't say the person's name. He just says, "Give me my fucking ball back." You know, hey, give it back. And then the killer throws the football slash spear at Ralph, and it stabs him right in the chest. Comes out the back, and that's Andy's. I'll take kill. Kill. a shot, shot of the week. Football spear. Football spear right to the that midsection. Was a, that was rad. A great kill. Killer's uh, got the arm of Brett Favre. A- I'm Brett telling Favre. you. Or Tom Brady, for those of you who are too young to know Brett Favre. What, did he uh, deflate that? No, I'm t- <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No, like, he, he must have thrown it. 
Because it's like a perfect spiral. It does. And there's like a foot and a half, two foot long <laughs> blade on the end of it. And it stabs right in the... I just love how Ralph yeah. comes up and goes, can I have my ball? Yeah. Like he doesn't even say like, hey, uh, insert what? name here. Give yeah. me my fucking ball back. Yeah, and, and he also says, god damn it, give me my ball. If it was you, Nick, keeping the ball away from me, I'd be like, Nick, give yeah, me the fucking ball. Fucking ball. I gotta go. There's, we gotta Don't be an shoot. asshole, Nick. Yeah, give me my ball. I would say your name. Yeah. But obviously, we're not meant to know who this killer is at this point. So. But I did take a video that I will post. Like I know most of you that listen to this podcast, we will post some of our favorite scenes and favorite kills and favorite video shots. Right. So I did record this. I don't know if I want to play this it. This next scene? Yeah, which is, it's not, there's wrote, no reason for it. No, I wrote Pointless Jam Session. <laughs> it's a cafeteria sing-along with every fucking student that you could imagine in an yeah. 80s high school or any high school jocks are getting along with nerds and stoners yeah. and fucking uh, there's book nerd, like, one dude playing an acoustic guitar is that pete on the track team i don't know but tony's playing the harmonica no kevin was kevin, it kevin kevin yeah, sorry kevin's playing the harmonica thank you, thank you brother yeah kevin's and they're playing. singing the graduation day blues yes yeah, i got or whatever you want to call it they're talking about smoking weed because people yeah. are I, I mean i have it it's I dumb yeah i don't think i'm gonna play it um right. because What's rat? It's it's a it's a filler shot. We didn't need it. It could have made the movie a lot less longer. Well, we get some montage quick shots of kids pairing up and talking and taking pictures and you know getting ready for graduation day tomorrow. Yeah, I know, but graduation day blues is the name of the fucking. Song. I know it's dumb. Because then and we guess go what? to and felony doesn't sing it. Well, that's there's that too. But but we... real quick, Sam, a quick interaction, which is. I don't know if needed to maybe to show that McGregor oh, might be the yep. other point in the scene. I wrote that too. McGregor might be the killer because he looks at Coach Michaels, Coach George Michaels, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of gives him shit. Yeah, Michaels uh, ignores him and walks away, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. don't ignore me. I could hurt you, you son of a bitch." Right. So, so McGregor, McGregor and the coach—they have a history. Yeah, it was a I mean, quick two-minute thing. No, they're stupid. So now we're at the roller rink. This is uh, the oh. night before graduation party. And this is where Felony is playing their songs. And Nick's got the song. They're playing Gangster. <laughs> it's it's called, called Gangster Rock. Yeah. If This is how I think of Felony. If if Nickelback, instead of becoming Nickelback, became a Van Halen cover band, okay, they would have made Van Halen sound like shit. Oh, okay. So this is like what I thought of. These guys are bad. I'm sorry. This is a song, Andy, called Gangster Rock. And this is, we'll still win a slashy. I hate to say it. It most something. likely will, depending on what we watch in the future. But yeah, I mean, of course, we're going to talk about Madman and the yeah. great soundtrack to Madman. But here we go. This one's called Gangster Rock. Right. And just bear with us. Yeah. Don't talk over this. Okay. The Gangster Rock! Right here, right here. The Gangster Rock! Whoa! Whoa, God, we watched this movie uh, and it repeats and it repeats and it repeats! I want to play you a song. Okay. Because Gangster Rock is a ripoff. There's a lawsuit brewing. <laughs> there has to be. Listen to this song. <laughs> yeah. 
Does it sound familiar? Yes, of yeah. course. This is China Grove by You're the Doobie, Doobie Brothers. Brothers. I love the fucking Doobie Brothers. Michael McDonald? Hold on, hold on, hold on. They hold on, hold on. Gangster Rock is a ripoff hold of on. China Grove. Now we're going to listen to that again. That's my phone hitting the table in disgust. How did you... Yeah. Oh my god! Holy Am shit! Am I blowing your mind? Yes! Here's, here's China Grove. Yeah. Dude! It's, uh, Holy it's shit! soon. Like, the moment I heard Gangster Rock, I was like, that's China Grove. They're playing China Grove, released first in off, 1973. First off, props to you, Andy. That was good Good reference to the Doobie Brothers. Thank you. Love them. Second, holy shit! Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I blew up the fucking... No, you didn't. It's fine. It's just... This like, is a first for Slash U Investigations. Slash U Investigations. <laughs> Andy Lee Detective. We're blowing the lid off this one. I got chill books. I texted Nick and I said, like, yes. I, have, I have words to say. About... I thought he was just going to sound like something like I did. Like, oh, yeah, Van Halen and fucking nope. Nickelback. Nope. Like, like, no. I, I'm like, I'm pulling up China Grove and I'm playing it. And because, like, when you hear them side by side, they're virtually identical in the riffs and the piano and the, yeah we're 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 gonna run a little long on this one today because well I'm, we're almost done with the movie no we're not well yeah no. we can if we ramp it up a little bit all right well just calm down because that's gonna blow me away for a little bit but <laughs> all right well the roller rink scene yeah uh, and the music of felony played the which, whole which, time which I, yeah it's a whole time this song just repeats and repeats the worst band fucking ever i, I guess if it's worth to watch this movie for yeah to see the shittiest band. I think they're I mean, called felony because they're going to get a felony. Well, I guess if you see a plagiarism, nickel, if you get for... a Nickelback video, you see it. But no, but still, like the China <laughs> Grove thing is a whole. Because I love the Doobie, but like when you're playing Doobies, I'm like, why are you playing the Doobie <laughs> Brothers? <laughs> God damn, that shit was crazy. So I timed this whole thing as. as... You gonna go home and play that for Jody and your wife, and you have to show her what I'm talking about. Oh, I will. And she's well, gonna be like, side. what? Yeah. I'm gonna somehow have to figure that out on social media. Yeah. If. Because uh, anyway. I'm, just, I'm still blown away. Um, I, I did time this though, but from the very beginning when Felony starts playing to the end, when it finally ends, three hours. This oh movie, wow! This movie is three hours and eighteen minutes. Damn. Felony played for three hours, <laughs> eighteen minutes in this movie. No felony. Anyway, so but the roller rink scene is cool. Yep. The extras got paid five dollars a piece to uh, participate. Oh, cool. Um, so during Felony's playing, the soundtrack to to Dolores and Tony dying are them. Dolores and Tony are walking off into the woods at night to touch boobies to get frisky. Yep. Yeah. Tony has to take a piss. Classic '80s slasher trope. Yep. Uh, the dialogue uh, can be heard because she's like, "Hey," t-, like because Felony's taking it over too much. But you can tell that uh, Dolores is saying, "Hey, Tony, where are you? Where are you?" Yeah. He goes then, to take a pee and. And the killer approaches Tony, and guess guess who gets decapitated? Tony. Tony you know. gets his head chopped clean off. Clean off, and Dolores is of course freaking out, but because she finds, as she's looking for Tony, she finds his head hanging in a tree. I guess yeah. hanging by the hair or something in the tree. And the fella, the music of felony continues. She takes off running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, music, the music. The of... music continues. She's yeah. trying to get back to the party to get help, which is a usual thing in a lot of movies. Um, mm-hmm. She um, gets. You always stop like right, right there. She gets cut off. The killer cuts her off, and she she runs and hides in, in the bushes a little bit, and she's quiet. And you think she's gonna get away because he can't find her, and then a random dog <laughs> runs by. 
some random fucking dog just runs past her and <laughs> it, it makes her scream. It was the her. guy. It was the guy who did catering. Okay. The, yeah. Uh, it was his dog, so they were like, "Let's put the dog right. in the scene." No, just some yeah. rando dog <laughs> runs through. And, I wrote the dog question mark. Yeah, and um, but it was it was like they said, "We got to get something that makes her scream." So this dog just runs through. It's she she gets startled and screams. The killer then knows where she is, comes running after. Her. Cuts her off from getting back at the party, and uh, as Felony's song ends, Dolores is getting hacked to death. We and... assume it's decapitated. Yeah, well, she's he... getting killed. Yeah, she's dead. But, but again, the, the, the ending note of the song is the a tight shot of the stopwatch hitting thirty, 30 seconds. seconds. And what sucks is that's when the music of Felony stops. Is that what sucks? <laughs> I feel like that's when the movie got better. I would much rather listen to fucking Produce Joe's fucking yeah. music. I'd from... rather listen to China Grove by the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's a great song. Okay, but that's that's popular mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Someone said, "Dick, Produce Joe's fucking headphones." Yeah. Or fucking uh, the first girl, Sally Laura's fucking headphones. Yeah. Uh, I'd be like, Produce Joe. Yeah. Beep, boop, no, beep. this was good. So uh, again, so. the next day at school, Guglielmi's freaking out because all the parents are calling because they're missing kids. Kids are missing. What's going uh, on? Yeah, and he's like, hey, the kids are just blowing off steam. Right. Um, you know, again, Googs, Googs. Good old Googs. Uh, old Googs. Principal Googs is freaking the fuck out. He's telling Blondie to calm it down. He doesn't want to take any more calls. Right. Because uh, you know it's because there's uh, six kids missing. Yeah. So he this tells what, her make up whatever excuse you have to do. Yeah. Lie, tell jokes. I don't care. I don't want to talk to these. Don't parents. want to talk to him. But uh, all of a sudden, Inspector Halliday enters uh, Googs's office to discuss the missing kids. Racial stereotypes commence. Yeah, there was a weird exchange between the two of them. He's like, I'm, t- I'm Inspector Halliday. You don't look Italian. He said, "You don't look Irish." Irish holiday, yeah, ha- yeah, holiday, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and Guglielmi says, "You don't look Irish." And what does Halliday say? Like, you look Lebanese. Yeah, Pakistani like, or something. And and Guglielmi's like, "I'm Italian," and Halliday's like, "I'm Italian," and it's like, Nick, did you ever meet somebody and say? Hey, you look Spanish. You remember you know? when we met? Right. I never said you look like a northern woods pale motherfucker. You know, no, like I. You didn't. And, you and, would say, and I, I didn't look... say. I didn't say. Well, I did say you look like a, a Norse god. Like. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you could be Thor. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Andy's. I feel weird because every time I take pictures next to Andy, he yeah. is a Norse god. He's a Aww. Viking. You are. You are you're like six twelve, or no six eleven. Yeah. Six twelve would be seven feet. Okay. <laughs> But, but that's these guys just like yeah, they just met and they're like you're Lebanese, Italian, Irish, whatever. Who cares about your nationality? Um, but they uh, are just getting back to yeah. where are the kids. They're out raising hell. Halliday just wants to fi- file his report on the missing kids and go. He doesn't want to hang out at the school wow. at all. He um, he uh, even grabs uh, McGregor as he's leaving the the building. McGregor's like you know, hey chief, what's the story? And he's like, here. Here's a list of the parents. Go talk to him, whatever. He's missing his badge. Yeah. He's like, where's your badge? McGregor's like, oh, I must have lost it. All right. <laughs> he's like Doofy from Scary Movie. He's an idiot. Yeah. So but, um, now we still have to kill. We still have to kill people, damn it. Yep. So we meet Ronald. Really, this is when we meet him. I mean, I guess he, no, he the, was. The pole vaulting kid? Yeah. He... It's Pete. Oh, it's Pete. Sorry. Yeah. Had the names mixed up. I apologize. Ronald was the stepdad. Yeah. Uh, the asshole stepdad. Pete. Pete. is the pole vaulter. We think he's the one that kind of sasses the coach in the beginning. He doesn't really have a big part in this movie. No. But uh, he's a pole vaulter. Mm-hmm. And I guess... On graduation day, he's practicing pole vaulting. He might have a scholarship. Oh, so he still wants right, to... Right, 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 right. Get a couple, On his way to USC. Get a couple right. vaults in before... Yeah. Uh, gotta, before graduation <laughs> before day. Before graduation day. 
So again, it's just a setup. Uh, he runs with a big ass pole, plants it into the vaulter hole. The thing. Yeah, the thing, and goes over the vaults <laughs> over the pole. Vaults over the pole, and then as the pole falls back down, we hear, ah! Yeah. Camera pans over to where Paul has landed. Pete. Pete. I'm saying Paul. Pete has landed on a bed of spikes. So yeah. the killer, under the mattress where, where the pad where the pole vaulter lands, he has put spikes under there. Yeah. The uh, Pete lands on them. And they're and sticking out. Right? They're sticking out of his knee, his chest, his head, yeah. like everywhere. And that is Nick's <gasps> Underkill. Shot of the week. Week. It's a great <laughs> kill. Andy and I both, again, everyone knows uh, the the students, the six students that listen to this, know that we talk about our dick kill shots. Yeah. So this is J- Jody has said like, why don't you guys just make it a surprise? I'm like, well, because it's. It, I think it would. We don't want the same one. Yeah, or throw up our script. I mean, because whatever, like, hey, then we start fighting on... I know. You know, that would be kind of weird. we don't want that. But uh, that is a... There's the football one's great. The decapitations are great. I mean, for not being so graphic... Yeah. uh, Still fun. This movie had good kills. That was probably its saving grace. Uh, The creativeness of the kills, especially yours here. The the spike thing. That was That is amazing. Yeah, that... never would have thought that. That that was good. I, 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 I agree. I think we could find that in a lot of our movies. Not saying all, but a lot. Right. Um, but now, like, uh, we're getting back to finding out who the killer is. So Halliday c- goes to visit the drunken, sunken coach. Real he quick goes, scene, too. Yeah, it's a quick scene. Uh, he wants to say, hey, coach, six seniors didn't make it home. You know anything? And, of course, he's like, no. I'm fired. Yeah, so get the fuck out of here. So, of course, as he's leaving his office, Coach George Michaels in his top drawer of his desk there are gloves and a stopwatch. Yep. See the killer? <laughs> so then uh, we're back in the girls' locker room. Vanna and Doris. her uh, Doris, and her, Joanne. Yeah. her chatty friend, uh, find blood on a locker. Yep. And as Vanna, and I got a good shot of this that I'll post on our social media, as they as they uh, peruse the blood on the locker, the body of Sally falls Sally out. falls out, and they freak out. Uh, Coach is there. Uh, coach, the coach is right there, and he sees it, and he he comes over to investigate, and he look, he opens the locker, and there's the sword from fencing. He pulls that out. Doris and Joanne are freaking out. They run. Yeah. They think the coach is gonna kill them because obviously it's a common theme in the school that the coach, you know, the the coach is mildly blamed for Laura's death, uh, you know, two months ago. So all the kids are kind of suspect the coach already, and now they're like, he's gonna kill us. He's gonna kill us. And Kevin jumps in. Kevin jumps in and what the hell are you doing? And him and uh, Coach and Kevin start to fight, and the girls run out. Who's the killer? Yeah. And as the girls run out to find help, they're they're running down the campus going help 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 help. Everyone's they're, they're yelling like that, get the police. Yeah, but the music of Jaws is playing. I'm not talking about the da 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 da, but like the John, like as the the boat. Uh, God. I don't remember the boat's name. Enter the boat's name now. The boat. Enter it here. Um, but it, it does. It's it's that sailing music or, or sure. they're, they're going to find Jaws but I, I just I was like that sounds so familiar John Williams but um, they uh, the girls run for help but the Kevin appears and they fight the coach who's the killer coach knocks Kevin out or coach yeah he punches him punches yeah. him out knocks him against the lockers and splits now everyone's involved and uh, Inspector ha- Detective Halliday yep. dumbass fucking Barney Fife McGregor appear <laughs> Kevin tells them the coach is a killer yep 
And the photo tells us that Coach and Kevin are the only ones alive, if you notice that, The too. crossing out of yeah. the... Yeah, it's only yeah. Coach and Kevin. So now we know, of course, Kevin's the killer. Yeah. Now, well, Jody, my, Jody yeah. my wife, knew very beginning. She called it... Right. Two minutes in, she was like, it's Kevin. Well, Kevin runs off after Coach uh, into the woods. The chase ensues. The magical, mystical woods of pretty Narnia. Lame, yeah, all running through the Narnia <laughs> woods, yeah. I wrote, it's pretty And fun. Anne is following, and, and Inspector Halliday is following. Inspector uh, Halliday looks at Anne and goes, who are you, and what's your stick? I loved on? that. I loved that. Nux. Yeah. I did too, brother. Because it, would, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. He's never met her. He has no idea who she is, because yeah. he, he specifically says, who are you? What's your stake in all this? I, yeah, it's a great line. <laughs> Which makes sense, because... He wouldn't know. Yeah. And, of course, she probably has to explain, oh, my sister died. It's a Benny Hill chase. Yes. Coach falls next to Ralph's body. He stumbles, yeah. My dick shot kill. Kevin catches up to Coach, and this is where he finally admits that he's a killer. Right, right, because Coach says, I never killed anybody. Yeah, he's like, I did. It's 30 seconds, changed my life. Kevin's going to, you know, it's, it's, uh, I wanted to marry her. We we had everything planned, and and you kill her, Coach. 30 seconds, and everyone's, everyone on the team has to pay. It was a fun mistake here. Coach says, You killed Sal, or you killed Paula? And he's like, Sally, Ralph, Diane, Paula, Tony, Pete. And I I went back and I listed those names, and I said, Who the fuck's Diane? I realize he means Dolores. <laughs> yeah, which I don't understand why they changed her name. Well, Kevin rattles off everyone he killed. That could have been a blooper like you found like yep. that one uh, we discussed as well oh, two episodes ago. Something like that. He killed Entry, Diane. Uh, so. Here. Uh, but anyway, the chase continues as the coach chases Kevin. As they run out of the woods, everyone thinks that the coach is a killer, so right. the detective shoots the coach. Yeah. And everyone saves Kevin, much like last sorry, week. Yes, Edge, Edge of the, the Axe, Axe, where uh, fucking Gerald, yeah. Is that right? Uh, yeah, Gerald runs out. After they shoot Lillian him and Lillian gets but, away with it. So that's when I texted you. I was like, "Hey, very similar." And then I'm like, "Wait, hold on," because yeah. there's, a there's bit more, more to the movie. Yeah. I paused it. and I was like, "Oh, we still have like 15 minutes left yeah. in this movie." So, so the coach was just holding the knife for a brief period, and Inspector Halliday's like, "Freeze!" He didn't even say freeze. He just said like. You know, Michaels, blam, 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 and blew him away. Was he so? Was Coach holding the knife? Coach, yeah, they wrestled uh, a little bit. Him and Kevin wrestled, and Coach had the knife. And Kevin, I think, was on the ground, and that's when Halliday came upon the scene and was just like, he just shot. He didn't say drop it. He didn't say freeze. He just blew him away. And that's when Kevin's like, he did it. He told me he killed them all. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's when Halliday's like, I need your statement. Come with me. Anne's like, I'll go with. And Kevin's like, No, I got it. And he goes. And yeah, because that's then, when we we find out that she's talking to Blondie. We're, we're like as it's starting to kind of slow down, yeah. like Coach is dead. Kevin's the only one alive. We know he's a killer. Right. And tries to grab Laura's belongings right. from Blondie, the administrative staff uh, in the front office of the high school. Blondie tells her that Kevin's already been here to pick up those belongings. Took the trophy, the diploma. But he never lies. Right. And that's kind of suspicious. He this is when Anne starts going like this. So hmm. yeah, hmm. so Anne goes to Kevin's house. Yep. Uh, to where uh, we again see Crazy Grandma watching CSI Miami. She's asleep. Yeah. Oh no, she's asleep. CSI Miami. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. So, but she's still exp- she's still exploring what's up with Kevin. She goes upstairs to his room, only to discover her, her sister, dead fucking sister, psycho style. 
Right. So Norman goes, Bates fucking style. And he he's there too, and he has a little monologue where he says they just put her in the ground and forgot about her. So did he exhume her body? Mm-hmm. Gross. Yes, he did. So gross. But think about the smell in his bedroom. Right, and she's got the yellow graduation gown yes, and dude. yellow cap on. This is there's so many great reasons to watch this movie. Yeah. Like final exam, fuck that movie. This one is like, is it the best? No. No. Nick, would you watch it again? No, but I've seen it twice. Yep. Have you seen it at all? No, Nick, I've never seen it all. Well, then watch it if you like fucking these movies that Andy and I made a podcast called Slash You About. God damn it. (laughs) And pay your fucking taxes. Pay those taxes. Oh, my God, it's been too long. since. So Kevin is obvi cuckoo. Yeah. He's dug her up. He, he's asking uh, uh, Anne to kiss the bride because they're about to get married. That's right. So then Kevin decides that Anne has to die because he, you know, he's trying to hurt Laura. He's trying to separate them. Yeah. So as he lunges at fucking Anne to kill her, somehow dead Laura... Uh, I think Anne, like, knocks the chair yeah, and, so, and so. Laura's body, like, falls forward into Kevin and the momentum knocks him out the window. Yeah, two stories. Two-story window. Is Kevin dead? No. No. We know he, that. Come no, on. Of course, but he comes back through the door ignoring Anne. Carrying Laura's body. Yeah, carrying Laura's body uh, through the house to take him back to his bedroom. And this is when, uh, as Jody said, like, like, at this scene, Jody went, run, bitch, run! Yeah, this is a ridiculous... <laughs> Too so, long yeah. chase scene. Why do they flash back to Anne running? Like so Anne's running to the fucking high school. Anne running reason. back to the school, all uh, like she's exhausted, like more stumbling forward. Like uh, uh, it's like you're in the navy, so you've probably been through basic. You're probably in pretty good shape, but she's running like she's like, yeah. And there's this uh, interspersed <laughs> with some shots of her sister running the the last you know 200 meter. 200 millimeter. The day she died, yeah. Yeah, and the fans cheering as Anne is running. She runs back to school, to the track, and collapses on the bleachers and is resting. It's so funny. We're right in the same thing. Right in the same thing. It is. And Kevin appears. He's he's chased her there. He he appears from nowhere. Killers can teleport. Yes, there you go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thinking she's got away from Kevin, but alas, he's hot on her tail and continues to try and kill her. And they fight under the bleachers where they run into more dead bodies of the track stars. This is the discovery. Yes. The, As you've pointed out in the past. There you go. Decapitated head of Dolores. Yep. Uh, the pole vaulted spiked body. Pete. Pete the yeah. pole, sorry, I don't know. It's okay. The pole vaulted spiked body of Pete. How did he get the spikes out? Like, I think he would just pick the body up. And then... I don't know. I think he like he took, like, the platform that the spikes were on. I don't know. Because the yeah, spikes are call. still stabbing through Pete. Yes, exactly. He's hanging on a door. Because uh, the pole vaulted spike body of Pete is the reason, in turn, that Kevin dies and pushes Kevin away. Kevin falls. Collapses to... against the spikes. Yeah, collapses against spikes. And for some unknowing reason. Yeah. Gallons of blood come out of his mouth. He stumbles forward. I think maybe punctured a lung, punctured his heart. Oh, yeah. there you go. Oh, that's a. But yeah. I mean, from the back. I don't know. And because you're right, then just blood comes pouring yeah, out I, of his mouth, yeah. and he falls forward, and he's dead. I mean, we are. We do have our doctorate at slash you, so we should understand the human body right. more. But um, <laughs> excuse me. And sleeps later that night, only to dream that Kevin has creeped into a room. A zombified Kevin has creeped into a room yep. to finally get her. Jokes on her. It's just her drunk stepfather coming in, coming into the room to sexually assault her. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got an empty <laughs> bottle and he's he's talking. It's like he's half sleepwalking, half wasted. And her mom is like, "Oh, oh come oh, on, come on, Ronald. sleep well, Ronald. Yeah, don't You're worry, fun. Ronald. But isn't that weird? Drunk. 
very... I mean, who would you much rather have dead Kevin coming to kill you or fucking yeah. drunk Ronald coming to do whatever? His, the bottle was above his head. Right. It's just like wacko. Yeah. That's what you always say, Dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Students of Slash U, uh, <laughs> go watch this movie and tell us what you think of the last scene, because that is the last yeah. scene. Because Well, uh, and, yeah, and taxis away in the morning. In the cab, uh, and, under uh, the... Under, under the, the happy graduation. graduation day sign, and and they still frame and roll credits. Roll credits, yeah. and if you want at the end of the credits, I don't know if you went through it. No, all. I did not. I Stop wanted. To, I wanted to. So stop. it's kind of like that Ferris Bueller thing or whatever. Like, Is there you know? an after credits? Yeah, oh, but it's God. just a stopwatch counting down thirty seconds. Great. Yeah. So that's it. No big deal. Uh, I need to we'll take go. a break. Uh, read take the a break. Pay read your taxes and be right back. Pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> The gangster rock. <laughs> Andy, again, I want to bring up that I, felony. I, yes, yeah. I yeah. can't believe the. It's one of the smartest rele, revel, rele, revelations in. Is that right? Yeah. Revelations. In yeah, in our fucking podcast history. That they were only at twenty-five, but to know that China Grove and Gangster yep. Rock. Yep. The music of Felony and the Doobie Brothers have come together <laughs> as one, and you discuss. There should be a yeah. fucking... The uh, Doobie Brothers should sue uh, because I think they have a, a lawsuit on their hands. I think Felony copied them, and I think that's why their name is Felony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> We're going to talk about this one like we talk about the music of Madman. Yeah. This uh, very good find. Uh, I could go on. Graduation day. Yes, I 1981. Could, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, I could go on for days about that. The kill so count. Andy. Yes, kill, kill count. count. Shut All me right. the fuck up. Kill count. So uh, you want to count Laura, the beginning of the movie? Of course. She wasn't killed by our killer, but she sadly passed away after running that 30-second 200-millimeter, 200-meter race. Supposedly, it was a blood clot uh, that, that killed her. <clears throat> and then Paula, her throat was sliced while she was jogging. Sally got a sword, a fencing sword, right through her neck. Uh, that was gross. And then Ralph, the football, the football spear. That was my dick shot. Kill of the week. Dick shot kill of the week. Uh, Tony was decapitated while he was taking a whiz. And Dolores, his girlfriend, was also hacked up, decapitated at the, at the 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 pre graduation day party out in the woods. Then Pete, the pole vaulter, pole vaulted onto some spikes, and that was Nick's dick, dick shot, shot kill of the week. And then uh, Kevin, of course, our killer was uh, killed on those same spikes. So, eight if you count Laura, and that was our kill count for Graduation Day 1981, directed by Herb Freed. Yes, great one. Uh, just quick shout-outs real quick before we uh, dive into our next week's movie. Yeah. Can do this quick. Hey, I wanted to ask you. Sure. Um, this is a big shout-out because uh, we are in a group chat of horror freaks like us, podcasts, individualists, whatever, alone, I'm going to name all of them because I told them that I would. Okay. And we are we are people of honor. Okay. So what I'm asking you, Andy, what should I play over it? Should I play Gangster Rock or should I play the intro to... The this? intro music? Um, you know what? I'm going to... I think I feel like I've heard Gangster Rock a lot and it really rubs my ears the wrong way. Okay. Uh, I would rather the other the other song. All right, so we're going... The beginning going, of the movie. Yeah, I'm only going to announce Instagram names. Okay. Please follow the... If you are fans and friends of the U... Yeah. Students, if you will, go <laughs> follow these... Uh, your homework 
is to go follow these other freaks and friends of the U as well. So, here we go. I'm a winner. All right. Can you hear the music all right, Andy? Yeah, I think we can hear it just fine. All right. Here, <laughs> underscore, four, underscore, the, underscore, booze. Here for the booze. Horror Dads. A podcast on Elm Street. A, underscore, podcast, underscore, on, underscore, Elm, underscore, street. A load of the dark podcast. Because you were home, because underscore you underscore were underscore home. And we can't forget Caitlin and Noah, you slay me podcast. Dead Alive, Dead Alive Donna, Dead Alive Dana. I've seen Donna spelled DNA. So me I'm too. Dead Alive Dana. Yep. Direct to VHS podcast, our homies, Direct to VHS podcast. First Class Horror, From the Mouths of Madness. Uh, of course, Heather at Wednesday Wine and Horror, Horror Movie Crew Podcast, I Hope You Suffer Podcast, Action Movie Book Club, Miserable Crypt Podcast, Miserable underscore Crypt underscore Podcast, Not in a Horror File, Plastic Fame Podcast, PVD Horror, Levi- Leviathan underscore 665. Leviathan. Yeah, Leviathan. Leviathan yeah. underscore 665. Nice. Our homies at Spilling Guts Podcast. Spilling Guts Podcast. Awesome. Uh, we love horror podcasts. We've done yep. a lot of shit with them. Yep. We underscore love underscore horror underscore podcast. Fucking rad. And of course, Rod Vegas 78. R O D Vegas 78. A lot of shout outs. Yeah. But I wanted to get them in. Well, it's a great community. I wanted to get them in. Yeah. It's a great you community. hear that a lot on a porn set. Get it? Is that lame? No, that was pretty funny. That's what she said. Would have oh, been yeah. better. Yeah, oh, I want to get him in. That's yeah, what, yeah that's um, that's too Michael Scottish. I could have said it, uh, but I didn't think of it. I was looking at our uh, summary for the movie we're going to watch for next week. Yeah, go and let him know. And we're um, keeping with the theme. Yeah, keeping with our educational theme for the month of March or the month so far. Jesus. Uh, Slaughter High. We're going to watch Slaughter High from 1985. Uh, Here's the plot. Eight people are invited to their old high school for their 10-year reunion where a fellow former student, disfigured from a prank gone wrong, is out to seek revenge. This one's on Amazon. It's actually 1987. Oh, it is? I've heard mixing. All right. One or the other. 1987, yeah. 1980-something. So check that out. It's available to rent on Amazon Prime for $3.99. I think it was purchased $5.99. On Amazon. What's your homework? Uh, Watch. There's a trailer there, which is actually a pretty funny, kind of quirky, creative trailer. It's a little bit of a nod to Carrie, you know, somebody. Yeah, well, the revenge. It's a revenge story. Yeah, revenge Um, story. It's good stuff. Promise. There's uh, there's some nudity in the trailer. Some boobies in the trailer. So who knows what's in the movie? There's. Um, It's gonna be a fun romp. Yeah, it'll be a fun romp. So we're gonna watch that um, next. That's your talk about it next week. That's your homework slash you students. So is that a good name? We gotta think of a better name for slash you students. I don't know slash. students. I mean, it's like I don't know. Like, what, what do you call yourself if you go to a community college? A, a student, I think. Right, and student. Like everyone comes up with these <laughs> rad names, like slash students or slash students yeah. slash students. No. Think of it and hit us up on Instagram <laughs> at slash you underscore podcast, facebook.com slash slash you podcast. This is a fun one. www.slashupodcast.com. 
slash you podcast at gmail.com is the address. Thank you. I'm Andy. I'm Nick. We're drinking our beers, and we're going to say goodnight. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Listen, I'll say it all the time. I pay my taxes. I can do whatever I want. God damn it. <laughs> That's how we're going to start ending it now. I pay my taxes. Cut me off, dude.